What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. How do you do that? Four, six seconds, point eight, point three, everything you got. Everything you got. Turn that shit up. Let's go. Let's go. Welcome to the Scoop World Order. God bless Harry Miller edition. Uh, my man Harry Miller announced his retirement today. Uh, he has been going through some things. I am so happy for the kid. He's a fantastic kid. Uh, also, Ohio State completed their second spring practice. They were in spider shells, which are little pillow pads. And now they are off to spring break. So they have meetings tomorrow on Friday. And then they will be uh, on the first thing smoking out of town, you know, to go, go home, go see their family, go to, you know, wherever they'd like to go on spring break. So you guys get a little bit of relaxation. Some of the new coaches get to unpack some of their moving boxes, which I'm sure that their wives are happy about. And uh, it's an exciting time. But, you know, they got two good practices in, two good days of work. Um, excited to, to see some of the adjustments that have been made to the depth chart, which we adjusted. We're going to show it in a little bit, but, uh, you know, the, the big story there is Harry Miller, obviously. So, um, you know, I'm going to bring Nevada bucket in a second, but real quick, if you guys are enjoying this channel, you're enjoying these videos, you know, please leave us a comment, leave us a like, um, it's been really, really, uh, unbelievable how, how good we've been growing and how our, uh, you know, the sites has been, it's been killing it. And it's all because of you guys. So we appreciate you. You know, your comments are always well received. I enjoy getting feedback. So I'm going to bring in Nevada, Nevada. Um, obviously we've known for almost probably since September about some of the things that Harry was dealing with. Um, you know, he finally uh, decided to retire. I'm very happy for him. What were your initial thoughts when you heard that Harry Miller was, was medically retiring today? Well, I mean, to be honest with you, I just, I was a little relieved because I've been worried about Harry for a while. And, you know, if you go back and listen to our podcast, you know, it's one of those things where we're kind of walking a fine line because we don't want to betray confidence. Um, we're also rooting for the kid to, you know, come back if he wants to come back and play. You know, some days he looked great and other days, you know, he was really struggling and I was just concerned um, for Harry and, and concerned for his family and, um, you know, I, I think having this out in the open will be a big relief for him because, you know, I know he's been dealing with this for, for quite some time and, um, he's a great kid. I've always said he's, a, he's the type of kid that could be president of the United States someday, just almost too smart, almost too much in his own head. And, um, I would just, I think I was just more relieved than anything else when I, when I heard it than anything. Yeah. I, I've kind of been behind the scenes on this, you know, he's got a great mom. Harry's a great kid. I've spent hours on the phone talking to both of them, just trying to guide him. And, you know, you know I, I've been through, you know, 
very similar stuff with myself and with other kids. And, you know, I've had four of my teammates that I played with, you know, commit suicide, including Shane Olivier, who did it within the last couple of weeks. And it's, it's heartbreaking that you don't see the signs, you don't reach out for help, you don't get there in time to, so to speak, help people. And uh, I was really scared about Harry and reading that, you know, his note that he wrote, and we have it on our screen, obviously, it's gonna be difficult to read. Um, but you know, it's on his Twitter. I mean, it was it was it was chilling, you know, talking about, you know, hurting himself and harming himself. And you know, he's got slit wrists that he's covering up with tape. I mean, it's, it's really, really difficult to read. And, you know, I'm happy that he was able to alleviate some of this burden um, that he's had mentally with the game of football by just, you know, walking away from it. I was ecstatic when he when he announced it, you know, he's a 4.0 kid in engineering, kind of great life. There's a lot of stuff you can do, right? That's beyond football. And uh, I just, I couldn't be happier for the kid. And the out, the outpouring of support from his his current teammates, former Ohio State players, uh, members of Buckeye Scoop, you know, we've had a huge threat on it and, and people, they're just so unbelievably supportive. And, you know, it really, it makes you feel good for the kid because he's, you know, he's obviously been battling some stuff. And when I saw him in August, I went to former player day and I saw Harry, I was eating lunch and I walked past and said, hi to him. So, you know, I've talked to him many times and he just, he didn't look like he was there. Like, I mean, I mean, I mean, mentally it, it really scared me. And, you know, and I, I reached out to his mom and said, Hey, is he doing okay? And she's like, no. And I, and I, I knew that it something, you know, I just, you know, you gotta kind of get in there, you know, get in and just try to help the kid as much as you can and talk him through some things. And, you know, it just for some people, I think they really need to look in the mirror and, and say, you know, is it really worth being, you know, you know, you know, saying things to kids or, 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 or that type of thing, because it's, you know, these things, they hurt these kids, man. These kids, like they're, you know, they're humans. They're not, they're not, you know, inanimate objects like people think they are. So, um, but yeah, I, uh, I was just real, um, I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm happy that, that Harry's in a better place now, uh, mentally. And, you know, it means a lot to me. So, but yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be, a. It's going to be interesting. But yeah, uh, so to uh, to move on to some of the practice stuff, um, you know, practice two went down today. Nevada, here are some of the names that you're hearing are rising through two days of practice. Obviously, they're not even in pads yet, but yeah, this is a time where skill guys can show off. And I know you've heard a couple of names that have been popping off. So who are some of the names you're hearing right now? Well, I think one of the guys that's really come on and, and – uh, it's been really interesting to see this has been Matt Jones. Matt Jones um, has really had a strong offseason, really looked to be kind of one of the veteran leaders on the offensive line. And interestingly, you know, they moved him over to the right side. You know, he's traditionally been a left guard. They moved to right guard. And, you know, the thought being a couple thoughts, one, you know, his, his grades were a little better when he was, was blocking to the right. And also as a veteran to give a, Dewan a little bit more help, have that the veteran guy give a little better to get a little bit more help to Dewan to tackle makes an awful lot of sense. So that's, you know, we're looking at a potential, you know, slight position change there with Matt Jones, but he's been a guy that's really been, you know, an up and comer and, and, uh, you know, guy ready to have a big year. It's kind of his money year for him. And, and I think he's ready to cash in on that. And, um, the, the second guy that I, you know, uh, I, I keep hearing a lot about is, is Tanner McAllister. You know, Tanner, they've got him repping with the twos right now, but I, I, he's a really good player. And there were, I, I'd heard, I'd read some things during the offseason about how they weren't sure how good Tanner McAllister was. Well, he's really good. 
He's really good. He's really knowledgeable. He's, he's like having another coach on the field. And Tanner's going to be a really good player for Ohio State, and especially in this safety-centric defense, to have a guy like that that knows the defense inside and out, impact guy at Oklahoma State. And, and uh, yeah, I think he's really poised for a big year. I the third name is going to be, might surprise you a little bit is Evan Pryor. I think Evan Pryor really had a good winner, really you know, positioned himself strongly to, to be in a position to take some number two reps. And, you know, Mayan, as much as I love Mayan, um, you know, it's going to be a battle for that backup spot. You know, nobody's going to unseat Trey. Trey's special. But Evan Price really come on, and um, I think he's really been a guy that uh, to keep an eye on through these first two practices. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I think Matt Jones playing right guard is is compelling. You know, I, I don't know how much they're trying to shuffle along and see who they want to play where. But you know, if it if I had my druthers, I'd probably put you know the better, more experienced guard, which Matt Jones is, next to Dewan, who likely is the weaker pass protector between. You know, he, him and PJ. PJ is obviously more athletic, um, smoother. So, you know, I, I would want to put the more veteran guy at guard next to the, I, I guess, the the lesser of the two pass protectors just so he has a little bit more help on inside moves. Um, I think Joe Royer is really coming on. I'm excited for him. This is year three for him, so it's time for him to really up his game. You know, he uh, he's a guy, obviously, watched him in camp battle Luke Lachey for that, for that scholarship and you know, that was, you know, it was tough, you know, I mean, Kevin Wilson picked Royer over the legacy, you know, I mean, Jim Lachey was right there watching the whole thing too. And, you know, you, you really got to come out, you know, head, you know, ahead above a legacy who, you know, has, who has a good offer at Iowa and, you know, Luke played a lot last year at Iowa. So he's interesting. I think Jaden Ballard is a guy that's really going to come on. He as a deep threat is something that, you know, I don't, you know, I, I know our guys can all run. Obviously we saw what Chris Olave ran. We saw what Garrett Wilson ran. But you know you can't have enough guys that can stretch the field deep, and I think that you need, you know, the, the rotation seems like it's going to be coming back this year to the receiver room. You know where you've got, you know, Julian's going to need some some reps. You know, you got Jaden. Uh, you know, again, I mean, you're five six deep, and and really, I think it's, you know, it's going to be a question: is if Mar is Marvin Harrison Jr. going to be the starting X? Is Julian? Is it going to be a ceremonial thing where Julian starts and Marvin actually plays more? Um, That'll be interesting to see because I, I can't imagine the top three not being Marvin Harrison Jr., Mecca, and Jackson Smith and Jigba, but, you know, we'll we'll see. But I think, you know, the real battle to me is that number four spot between Julian Fleming and Jaden Ballard because, you know, I mean, Jaden talent-wise might surpass Julian. You know, Julian's a guy who's extremely talented. He's heralded. He's had significant injuries his entire career, so... Um, you know, sometimes those things catch up to you and, and guys can pass you. And another thing that was real interesting is that Jim Knowles uh, discussed the different names of the positions, which was great. So we actually have the real names on the depth chart now. So we have a Russian. There's not a Leo yet. There's not a Jack, which is, you know, kind of the same thing. You know, when they do a regular four down defense, they have a Russian, a defensive tackle, a nose guard, and then just an end. So there's a little education. And then it gets real interesting in the in the in the secondary because they have a bandit safety, which is just a boundary safety. And for you, you know, for football um, people, the boundary is the short side of the field. You know, the field is the wide side of the field. So if you're on the left hash, the boundary is to the offense's left. Um, they what, is the what is what is the wide press banana overload spring side of the field? What is, what, which that, one is that, that? That is just what the gurus talk about. And okay, I'm not a guru. I got, gotcha. That's just the, the gurus gotcha. who 
cover seven six eight mix 22 bandit press over quarters <laughs> like okay we get it you're smart guru but yeah sometimes like the gurus they like to they like to out guru and you know and then you know i'll actually talk to a coach about certain things and they'll say he really said that and i say yeah that's you know that's 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 a guru and he's like wow like zero hole coverage huh it's interesting so then uh you know they also and so they're you know they're they're freeze essentially a bandit as strong as their adjuster safety and then you know the, the guy that used to be the the bullet or you know whatever else you're called it's just called a nickel because again you know everyone always says oh they're gonna run a four two five defense and i'm like so they're playing nickel they're playing nickel defense no it's a four two five hybrid double oop de oop scheme as like it's nickel defense like it's not you don't have to make it harder than it is or more fancy than it is. No, it's a four two five. They're gonna do that four two five. And you know, the people that say that are people that never coached football and they don't know anything about football. So oh, they're out here, they're gonna run that four two five on D. And I'm like, well, it's nickel defense. It's like everybody in the universe has ran it for about 50 years. So it's not a it's not that big of a deal. But uh, you know, I'm excited. Yeah, you know, the young corners I'm excited about. Um, you know, it's it's gonna be interesting. I think again, the linebackers, you know, like I love just kind of looking at this in front of me and just seeing kind of where there are log jams at positions. And again, like I said it before and I'll say it again, like if I'm Cade Silver, I'm trying to go play tight end because you know, if it's me versus Joe Royer versus me versus Cody Simon, Steel Chambers, Tommy Eichenberg, Court Williams, Ronnie Hickman, you know, I mean, there's there's really two spots that Cade could play and it's either the Will or the Mike and they're basically the same thing. They're interchangeable. Um, but, you know, I, I just think that there's guys that can run better than Cade that are going to be playing there, you know, and, and I think that if there's one thing that we really – are lacking on offense right now um other than you know we got to make sure that we get a proven guard in there and i think donovan will be up to the test is a blocking tight end because i don't know if joe Roy or, or or g scott can can be that guy that can hold the point when we when we run the ball and i think Cade could absolutely be that guy so that's um one of those things where i mean our d line's loaded i mean they, they haven't even talked about the one any of the three down leo you know hybrid stuff that they've done at oklahoma state just because you know you got to take one of our you know our deepest groups off the field if you do that you know or you have to walk around and the way that we're going to be playing running teams i just don't think it makes sense to do that so but yeah it's um it's going to be interesting you know i i worry a little bit about some of the interior line depth because i mean you know josh fryer's out harry miller just retired so you lose two guys that are starter quality guys um but you know otherwise it's a pretty solid group you know there's going to be reinforcements coming once summer hits and you get a a few new guys in here on the uh on the o-line but you know it's 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 going to be exciting to see see how these guys progress through spring any closing thoughts on this depth chart i'm going to run a little bit of film a little bit of b-roll yeah no i was actually you know one of the surprises to me has been that fact that cody simon is running around out there seemingly without limitation and that's you know, i i would have thought that he might even been a guy that potentially missed the spring so that i see him out there and and, and moving around the way that he is is really a that's really an encouraging sign because you know how high I am on Cody. I know you are as well. Um, he was nicked up and slowed by injury a lot last year. And um, I think he's poised for a, a huge season. And and like I said, I, I'm surprised to see him moving as good as he is. Yeah. And I, I always love these little, these little reels these guys put out, you know, Dewan cutting it up. You know, I mean, Dewan looks about as big as a house, Zach, you know, these, these guys are all excited because, they know that this is the last day before spring break. So this is like, this is like heaven, you know, it's like that last day, you know, of summer training or whatever, like in the NFL, in the NFL, you get a whole month off and, you know, it's interesting to see Justin Fry got the chicken coops out 
So we call these the chicken coops, you know, and these are something that I remember in, uh, in 2000 and, uh, 2004, Mark Snyder went down to visit Georgia to visit Mark Richt. And, and, you know, the, you know, we saw always, you know, these guys would go on visits and they would visit other schools at practice, you know, for a day or two of spring ball and they'd clinic together. And, you know, it was, it was usually never anyone that was on the schedule, like in that year or in the coming years. So, you know, like he went down and visited Georgia and like one of the things that Georgia back then was really big in was the chicken coops, which is, it's these little, you know, these little deals that, you know, they, 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 they help you increase your bend, increase your, uh, you know, I mean, obviously you can't, you can't raise up out of your stance if, if this thing's above you, cause you're going to get you're gonna get conked, you know, you're gonna have a concussion. So it's really interesting seeing, you know, they're, they're doing the, the regular board drills that everyone in the world does, but you know, adding the chicken coop is just a nice way to, to enhance leverage and, and just kind of maintain that, that posture that, you know, is important to play offensive line. You know, here's, you know, mine going through, you know, mine's wearing three. So again, the guys are, they're changing numbers again. So, you know, if I say, Oh, number three looked great at practice today. Like, Oh, that was mine. You know, it's, there it is. There's a board drawn cage, our favorite player in Nevada. <laughs> He's out there practicing today. Oh God! But that's no, uh, yeah, but do they, do they have blocking sleds out there? That's the question. Or do they do they have any blocking sleds? You know, I don't know. That's a great question because I I we never really blocked sleds at all when we were there. I mean, Ed, you know, it's funny because Ed Warner used to actually we would do like a pass protection review period um, with the blocking sleds just to uh, to make sure that that Earl Bruce wouldn't get pissed off at us. Seriously. Like we would, we would go over to the sleds and we would walk through pass protections and different things because Earl, you know, used to destroy Bowman because we never used sleds and we would go hit the sled on Thursday. But you know, if you go around to NFL camps nowadays, I mean, you're not going to see many people hitting a sled. I mean, you might, you might hit the single man sled. You might hit the Crowther sled a few times, but you know, hitting like the seven man sled, like John Madden used to back in the day. Like that doesn't, <laughs> it just, it doesn't, you know, it, the thing, t- you know, the thing weighs a thousand pounds. It takes up a lot of space. And, and honestly, you know, those guys don't, they, you know, the sled doesn't move. And when you block these guys, you know, last year we were 60 on first down, like it was like 65% blitz and movement on first down last year. So it's like when you're trying to coach run fits, like they're moving, like they're not, no one is going to, you know, if you're going to play Ohio State, if you're if you're Georgia or Bama, you can just stand in front of you. But everyone else in the world has to move against us or else they're going to get slaughtered, you know, because our guys are going to blow them off the ball. You know, so they have to move and blitz and confuse. And, you know, it's just it's just one of those things where for me, I uh, I don't know, like, like, like I I don't know, like the sled thing. It was always funny to me because I was like, you know. I wish the guys were as easy to block as a sled, but you know, sleds are static. They just sit there and it's, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things where I always got to, I was, you know, Eddie saw his cover is high end by, by having us go hit the stupid, you know, sled during, uh, you know, like when I was a GA, he, he, cause he didn't want Earl to, Earl would be out there and he'd be yelling at us cause we're not hitting the sled. I'm like, the sled doesn't blitz. The sled doesn't move. The sled isn't athletic. The sled isn't chase young. He's like, you know, a freak show athlete that can, can get around and, you know, but but Kirk, but Kirk, you were playing at the time, so you were really missing the boards. The boards at the time, the major complaint was that the offensive line was not good enough because we didn't use sleds. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, oh, I, I, I know. It's funny. This is some old Luke Fickle B roll, and I got, I got Marcus Freeman back here. Here's Marcus back here with his sweat, you know, sweat coat on, and yeah, it's just funny back in the olden days. But I, uh, 
I, I know like people, they, they love that damn sled. And I'm like, guys, like, it's just not, you know, it, it's not really practical to be honest with you. It's not something that you, uh, you know, it's funny. This is like the old box tackle drill. You know, Jim Knowles has been really big on tagging the hip and basically the antithesis of how we used to coach. And like I said, there's, you know, here's, here's Marcus Freeman, you know, he's out the head coach at Notre Dame back here. You know, Luke is, is, is probably back here coaching up the ball carrier, you know, and this is like, you know, this is live. This is, you know, Brandon Sane versus whoever. I mean, these are some guys, you know, this is a little bit older, but um, I think that's Andrew Sweat back here. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who six is, but you know, like it's just funny. This is how we used to teach tackling the head across the battle stuff. And Jim Knowles is very anti this now. He's, he's really, really much on, on owning the hip, um, tagging off, you know, less with the face, less head across the bowel. Um, you know, so it's funny in 10 years, how much this has all changed, but yeah, I, I, I always heard the, the sled stuff because I was like, you know, I mean, I get it. I get like sleds are great and all, and, but you know, defenses back in the olden days didn't move as much as they do now. You know, they were much more static and, you know, easier to block, but you know, now it's like, I mean, it's like every plate, you know, coordinators are moving, they're gearing it up and they're slanting and they're blitzing and zone blitzes and you know, so there's, you know, I mean, you gotta, you know, you gotta work the fundamentals. Obviously you gotta build your leg strength and your ability to drive a guy off the ball, which is what the sled is great for. But, you know, you also have to be ready to move, you know, to react to movement. Cause that's, that's the game anymore. You can't just be but, hit. But, a, a... but, you know, blocking sleds has been replaced by tackles playing guard. So, you know, it, it's just, oh. it's the next evolution, man. It's the next evolution. I, 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 I'm telling you, and you know, it's funny. I got some, I got some Chase Masana's you know, with, with, uh, I guess some chase with saunas hitting the sled here just for your, for your, uh, your pleasure. Cause you know, there's, there's stud RIP. There's our boy RIP. He just got a job at Glenville state. Congrats. Um, so he's your line coach. This is chase with He's out and he's out Jersey. This is their private workout, um, that they had in the summer. And you could just kind of see like what stud takes these guys through. And, you know, and, and over here they've got, um, Mateo, what's his name his his brother is uh was the quarterback at clemson dj you know starts with a u you whatever it is but that that mateo kid's unbelievable he's probably the number one player in the country for next year loves ohio state loves larry johnson um they were really doing work but you know you see this is just kind of hitting the one man sled like this is a lot more prevalent than hitting like the seven man sled you know because you can kind of see that the pop in the hips and you know this is something that was has been added to recruiting because you weren't allowed yeah, but you could do these individual workouts, but these weren't very common back in the day. I don't, I don't know if we ever put a guy through, even in 2012 when I worked for Urban, I don't know if we ever put guys through like just a one-man workout. You know, it was always kind of in the group. We might pull a guy off to the side for a little bit, but they do these full NFL. These are like NFL-style draft workouts, and they film them, and, you know, they're, they're, they're real regimented. And you, but it's, it's good because you really get to see a kid and see how it explodes, how he takes coaching. And, you know, Chase had a, you know, he had a great workout, and it was, it was fun watching it. And, you know, we were working out a lot of guys that were, you know, kind of B B type guys. You know, they were guys that were playing B types that ended up going to, you know, like Carter Smith went to Indiana, those types of kids. And, uh, you know, it's, it's always just interesting to see what they put them through. This is just star drawing, see their agility, see if they can bend, see how rickety they are, how fluid they are. Um, you know, again, like, is, is a guy ever going to do this in an actual game? No, but it's just like a good way to check change of direction and agility. And, you know, the drills look kind of silly, but... Yeah, some of these coaches swear by them, but I, uh, yeah, but we did, we did, we did hit a sled. Oh, like, oh, and we got the different sled. I mean, that's kind of like a sled, I guess. I mean, is that a sled in Nevada or no? 
No, that's like pads <laughs> against the wall. <laughs> I mean, I'm asking. Oh, now we got the now we got the balls out. We got the med balls out. Oh God, it's already a pass set punch, pass set punch again. You know, I can't wait till you deploy. Till this is the thing I love about Jim Knowles is he's going to bring out the giant medicine balls for our pass rushers since we couldn't rush the passer last year. So this year, like Zach Harrison is going to have a giant med ball when he comes out of the scene. He's going to hurl it at the tackle to try and get past him. So Jim Knowles is a genius. You know, he's a Cornell guy and he read that med balls are the key to pressure and pass rush. And that's why they had like 56 sacks at Oklahoma State is because he gave all of his guys med balls and they threw him at the tackles and ran right past them. So again, this is the Jim Knowles plan. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> but yeah, this is but this is like kind of like what a standard workout looks like for for some of these kids. And yeah, I think there's a decent chance we get Chase. You know, I know that Luke Montgomery, or excuse me, um, uh, yeah, Luke, he's he's really doing the work to to try and get this kid in here and uh, get him committed. You know, he's a really good looking kid, nice kid. Um, had a fantastic workout. You know, obviously, we he was we'd already had him offered, and you know, he's built. He's built. You know, he goes to I believe he goes to Bosco. So when we were watching the film um of our of our guy des jones like you know chase was playing on the other side for bosco so he's from a superstar program and again you get the med ball out board drills so but yeah it's uh it's gonna be exciting you know these kids get about eight nine days off and you know they gotta go do what they gotta do i mean when i had spring break i didn't go anywhere i'd always just stay at at the woody because it was just you know i'm from canton so i'd go home for a day or two but i was in the gym working out every day just because i didn't want to you don't want to lose your conditioning over seven days because you're going on like a booze cruise on in Daytona beach or whatever. Some of these guys are thinking they're going to do, or, you know, with, with the NIL money they have now, they can go to like Vegas or Miami or somewhere crazy and, and really get after it. So you know, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, who comes back ready to rock and, and what guys have a little bit of that hangover on them. So uh, spring break is always like one of those, it's like a double-edged sword because some of these guys, you know, you don't worry about anything. And some of these guys, you worry about them going back home you worry about them partying too hard. You worry about them gaining weight because some of these guys they'll go home for seven days and they'll put on twenty pounds, and you know that that happens. Like you get a guy back on the scale. We had a guy I played with that gained like twenty two pounds in four days, like over Thanksgiving break. Like it was, we beat Michigan. He went home and gained like twenty one pounds in four days, and I was like, is his name? Does his name rhyme with Steve Rearing? <laughs> yeah, it did. And I was like. I, I didn't even know how that was possible. I was like, if I if you paid me a million dollars to gain twenty pounds in five days or four days, I don't even know how you do it. Like, I mean, you know, is it just you eat just all all pudding all the time? I guess I don't know. That's, but that was like you know they they usually weigh these guys when they they'll, they'll weigh these guys tomorrow because they've they've got meetings and film review tomorrow. They'll weigh them before they leave and then they'll weigh them as soon as they get back. And it, you know, you don't want to be on the wrong side of the scale when you come back from spring break. Yeah, there's there's Mateo right there again. This kid was a studly looking kid his dad is a great guy his dad's big dave um you know he, he's over there watching it he's a he's a he's a great looking player dude and i if we get that kid i mean like i said i don't know who's rated ahead of him in the country but i'd have him at number one because he was a big fluid dude he was a big tight end plays seven on seven tight end um you know but yeah this is uh this is a little bit of our film so i uh i'm excited man it's uh the, the scoop is picking up you know we got you know, once we put the pads on, then things are really going to get to popping on the scoop, and we're going to be excited for those reports. So, you know, in closing, Nevada, I did get you a, a photo of someone hitting a sled. So, are you proud of me for that one? 
No, I, I, I am. I'm glad you brought up NIL too here with the spring break because it's going to change what these kids do. Like you said, you know, before they might be, you know, driving down to Kentucky or something like that. And now <laughs> the kind of money these guys have, and and frankly, there's NIL opportunities over spring break as well. So it's like oh. you know, it's uh, it's the wild, wild west, and we just got to hold on, hope for no bad news, and uh, let's get back and start the hitting in uh, in nine days. Yeah, I mean, and you know, it's like it. it it's obvious, but like, you know, when you see CJ Stroud rocking his athletes first shirt already, you know, if, if this would have been like in my era and like someone's walking around with like an eight, you know, basically the agency is going to go with, and he's at the Super Bowl with, you know, David Mugliotta, you know, the, the super agent who has Mike Thomas, Justin Fields, Dwayne Haskins. I don't know if he has Haskins still, but he has Jalen Ramsey, Earl Thomas. Like, I mean, this guy's like the super agent and he's sitting in a suite at the Super Bowl with those guys. You're taking photos like, 10 years ago, man, that would have been the compliance on line one. The second you landed at the airport, they'd be picking you up at the terminal. And it's like, now it's like, welcome to the new age, baby. And it's, it's great. I'm great for CJ, man. Cause I'm sure that SoFi had awesome food in that suite. So, you know, it's a, it's a new day, man. I'm telling you, these kids are God bless them for taking advantage of it. We just posted a, th a thing on Buckeye Scoop or Lincoln rally about a $17 million house in LA. So I'm glad these kids are getting paid now, man. Cause it's, it's, it's about time. So, uh, in closing, um, you know, we get, you know, next week's going to be a little dry in terms of uh, with no practice, but I'm excited to get back at it. So I'm going to finish this thing out. Um, we really appreciate you guys joining the scoop again uh, with spring ball going on, with football being back, with recruiting, with NIL, with transfer portal. You guys need to be inside, and there's no better place to be than BuckeyeScoop.com. Uh, we've had just an incredible run of information and growth. Our, our YouTube is exploding right now. So if you enjoy our YouTube, please click on the subscribe button. Give us a like, leave us comments. I actually enjoy reading every comment, good and bad, because I do like seeing where we can do better. So we appreciate that. Uh, but the feedback's been amazing. Scoop family's been amazing. Really appreciate you guys. Um, we hope that you guys have just an absolutely fantastic time. If you're going on spring break, please be safe. Um, but we appreciate you, Buckeye Nation. Thank you for all you guys do for us. Go Bucks. I'm so proud of her right here. So this is a video they did on quantum physics and the kid's a different cat. So I'm happy for you, big dog. You are a special, special kid. So 
If you guys want to search this, check it out. It's on YouTube. Harry Miller. It's one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. So uh, check it out because you'll you'll get a kick out of this one. So Scoop family, I appreciate you. Buckeye Nation, we appreciate you. Go Bucks. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.